Hi, this is Marcus Canelo, and you're listening to the I Know You Hear Me podcast with Flynn Hendricks. People have always asked me, Flynn, how do I become a professional wrestler? How do I become an actor? How do I become a podcaster? How do I get an agent? Well, if you're somebody that's asked these questions, then I've got the solution for you. I'm now offering coaching options that will help you find the answers to these questions and get on the path to success. So if you've been held back by fear, overthinking, or just don't know where to start, email me at theflynnhendricks at gmail.com, use the subject line coaching, and let me get in your corner and help get you on the path to success. And I know you hear me. All right, everybody, we're here back at day three of ICCC. Part five, the revenge of Michael Havens. <laughs> so I'm here with a buddy of mine I have met at IC Toys once and became friends with him through the Fora Cosplay group, which we're going to have an interview with him a little bit later. But I'm here with the yellow Mando, George. How are you doing today, George? I'm doing great. And yourself? Oh, I can't complain. It's been a great show so far. We're on day three, which sadly is bittersweet because it's the last day of the show, right? Yeah. But, George, what, what has been your highlights of the weekend? Uh, my highlights for the weekend have been like getting the autographs done, trying to get all the Rebels done, finding certain unique uh, Funko Pops, because I collect Funkos right now. Yep. Uh, I got to find a Tate Fletcher, who played the uh, heavy Mando and yep. Mandalorian yep. played series. Pass. Yeah. Yep. Um, that was probably the best highlight, and then meeting... Uh, the actor who played Gimli in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Davies. He's yeah. he's a great guy. We got to do an interview with him up there yesterday, and out of out of all the interviews, I would say that like we had a bunch of uh, people had some awe moments. It was just just amazing. He got really deep with his with his way of how he looked at Lord of the Rings. So, oh, and look, Flynn just stepped in out of nowhere. Talking about the John Reese Davies interview yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I, that was like, and I I noticed a couple of times like they they went over the limit for him because he was so engaging in his stories. People gravitated up to the media room to follow that interview, and then it was cool for me at the end too because he started talking about the different dialects of like Northern and Southern Ireland, Scotland, all these things that I've learned. But now seeing other actors talk about him in person too, it was so cool. And then the perspective of being a taller gentleman but playing the dwarf in the movie and you know, like just how he approached that too was such a fascinating interview. Yeah, it was. It was it was one of the um, one of the highlights for my weekend definitely. Yeah. So, um, George, is there anything else you want to do for uh, day 3? Do you have anything? I uh, just wear this outfit till it falls apart, I guess. <laughs> Cuz it's already falling apart now. It's yeah, fine. you know, it's, it's part of wearing things. Yeah. Jeff, let's not forget to give this man credit because we've been trying all weekend to get an interview oh, with yeah. him. And every time we had it scheduled, something would come up or the ma- the podcast stage would start another interview and then we would have to postpone and postpone. So third day's the charm. We finally made it happen. And I'm so glad we did because this guy has put together some badass armor and it's just yep. awesome to see it every time he walks in. He's, he's definitely been persistent, you Absolutely. know, trying trying to get us. So. Absolutely. And, and we're thankful for that. For so. sure. You're welcome. So, George. Thank you very much for being on the show, and uh, let's let's go buy some more stuff. No, no, I, I spent too much money already. No, no, we have to go buy some more stuff because this is the way. This is the way. All right, guys, we are back here on the floor at ICC Five Day Three, and I am standing next to a gentleman that had every intent of coming this weekend and super kicking me on the podcast stage, but unfortunately, we weren't able to make that happen. So, I mean, Joe, dude, how's your weekend been outside of not being able to physically assault me? Because you started that trend this weekend, and nobody's taken me up on it yet. Yeah, I mean, it's been awesome all week. Uh, had a, we're having a blast, man. It's like, um, 
it's perfect. I mean, from the vending, from the vendors to oh. the, to the guests, yeah, everything's been awesome, man. We've been so lucky to get like what we've come for to buy. And, yeah. Yeah, and, and meeting you in person, you know, right. uh, we, we've been talking for a while. I know, and uh, just seeing some of the people that, um, seeing some of the people that we talked to on, on the internet, finally can just meet them in person, Absolutely. man. Like you, uh, like you know them forever, man. So right. it's awesome, man. So, yeah. And let's also not downgrade the fact that R five D four just rolled by and said hello to us. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, no, yeah. Dude, you're exactly right because it's something that I, I picked up in the acting world too. Like with COVID and everything, we were all meeting each other virtually or living in different parts of the world. But then when you finally meet, the friendship is still there. Right. It's like you've known right. each other for years. Yeah, exactly. And then on top of that too, you mentioned the vendor space and the way everything's mm -hmm. grown here. Yeah. We went from a hotel like conference room and lobby exactly. to packing out a however many square feet expo center yep, and yep, then yep. some and it's still growing yeah, so like yeah. it's amazing how this community has come together yeah. and you know introduce so many of us it's an awesome thing and he'll be able to grow here for quite a few years oh yeah he's, he's already said we're I doing it here next year next, i think the next step is he's going to have to just rent out the whole of nashville I, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. and i wouldn't be opposed to that man so yeah, i mean it'll be the uh, wrestlemania yeah. of conventions because apparently yeah. wrestlemania is coming here too honestly i think this already is the wrestlemania convention man i've been to I'll a bunch of conventions you, yeah. and uh this is this is badass man i love it i mean the feelings the guests mm -hmm. and the fact that the guests are treating this like fans yeah. too like they're yeah. having just yeah. as much fun yeah it's an amazing thing yeah it really is man so i, I gotta ask what has been your biggest grail or your biggest get here this weekend? Well, I, I came focused with a few things that I wanted. I wanted the Blurg with Mando hot toy. Nice. I yeah. wanted the Boba on the throne and hot I, toy. I saw that down there. Um, got both of those. I was able yeah. to get the uh, commemorative uh, lightsaber. Nice. Uh, got it last year and this year now. So. Did you get the Canaan uh, one or the other? I did not. I got the uh, less expensive one, but that's right, what right. I went for last year. Yeah, so I just yeah. want to keep it going with the yeah, same. And, um, yeah, and just to have that memory every year be. It's going to be really cool to have that, and then for future years, I'm going to do the same thing and Absolutely. just have them all displayed, man. So, yeah, very happy, man. It's awesome well, sure. here. Yeah, well, we got to see him. Don't yeah, get man. to have you on. And I wish I could have super kicked you, yeah, but uh, maybe next year. <laughs> and the weekend's not over yet. Yeah, so you never know. Yeah, you never know. Well, I, mean, I mean, you can still do it. I'll watch. I okay, mean, yeah, you, you know. never know, man. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I hate to do that. Such a nice guy. He's been so supportive, and he's <laughs> been on my show and everything. Let's so. let's go over to the Predators Bounce House. Kick me there so I have some more soft. There you go. Thanks, Joe. Thanks for being yeah, on, thank man. you guys, man. Appreciate it. Of course. All right, guys, we're back out here on the floor with two of my favorite people. We've got Piper and Jared Bedwell. Met them at ICC last year. We've been at every other con, I think, this year in Nashville together, and here we are doing it again. So what's your weekend been like so far? I mean, it's been crazy. Friday was yeah. a little slow, but it was really cool. Still, you know, all the VIPs coming right. through, but then yesterday really picked up, and watching all the droids walking around yeah. and having dance parties has been right, the best time. Right, right. Yeah, I think we just got uh, bombed by one of them in our interview down there. R5 stopped by and nice. said hi really loud and then just took off. But, yeah, you know. fair enough. I got into an argument with R5 yesterday, so it was okay. See, and He's my very dream, arguable. My dream came true because I got shocked by Chopper. So yeah. you know, I had a fight with Chopper a few minutes ago. Nice. nice. And I said yep. if I was ever going to get done in by a droid. That, uh, That's the one. Yeah. And as the Rebels crew is here, too, that makes it even better. So. Yeah. So what's been going on? Because I know like you've been out here trying to raise money for charity as well. So how's that been going? So our Extra Life booth has uh, performed, you know, extremely well. I'm eternally grateful for, for Mike Havens Absolutely. and Andrea on top of that because we all know who really runs the show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Behind every good man, there is a good woman. Shout out to Miss Havens. And yeah, you know, I say that knowing the wife is standing there. <laughs> and she does have a saber. She does I have do. a saber and as a well. Yeah. But no, it, it's been amazing. We uh, 
making great strides and helping the kids of Monroe Carroll Junior Children's Absolutely. Vanderbilt. And so um, right now, um, all the money that we raised the last few years went to the Pediatric Cancer Center nice. that they were constructing downtown. Mm -hmm. uh, our hope for this year's project is to do some quality of life improvements. Oh, fantastic. Uh, to like the playrooms that the kids have yeah. access to. Yeah, that's amazing. Room. That is amazing. So we're just looking forward to another great day here today. For and, sure. I cannot stress the generosity uh, of all the people that have turned out for this show this weekend. Absolutely. And, and we wouldn't be able to do it without them. Right. And let's go ahead and tell people, too, like if they're not here and able to donate on site, do you have a website where they can go and donate as well? Absolutely. So if you want to go to extra-life.org, that's the main uh, fundraising site to where you can actually sign up to raise money on your own. Or you can search for people that you wish to donate to. Uh, if you know anybody that is also supporting Extra Life. If you wish to support me personally, um, from extra-life.org in the search bar, you can look for Astrobetic, that is A-S-T-R-O-B-E-T-I-C. That'll direct you directly to my personal uh, fundraising page. We'll make things Absolutely, happen. and we'll put links in the show notes as well, so I'm, any way I can help support that, we're all for it. And we appreciate all the support. Of course, of course. I mean, it goes for a great cause, and I can't say that enough. But let's uh, let's talk about something else now. What has been your most memorable moment of this weekend? Because it's bigger, it's better, and it's still growing. So what's been the standout moment for you both so far? I don't know. I just like getting to hang out with everybody yeah. and talk to everybody. Yeah, like, seeing old friends. Exactly. It's like a big reunion with all the different vendors and the different ones. Yeah. Some we only see at IEEE. Right, right. Mm -hmm. um, and so I've had some people that came through that were here last year just as guests. Yeah. Um, or attendees of the show, and they stop by, and they're like, hey, I got your books last year. Oh, there's another one? Let me get it. Now. Yes. So, I love that. Just being able to catch up. Absolutely. Yeah. Just seeing the turnout, I think, has been the biggest highlight for me. Just seeing so many people out and about, you know, having fun, because there's so many different things. You know, most people think of this place as just a Star Wars show. Yeah. But it's so much more than that. Oh, no. There's everything, man. Everything. I am comfortable and confident to say that this is the safest show that yes. I've ever been Absolutely. to. Absolutely. Uh, hands down. Agreed. Uh, and, it, you know, any show that we've been to in the national area has been without issues like that. Yeah. But I can truly say with the security and the precautions taking place here, you just come here and you don't have a worry. Yep. You're amongst your kind. Like, you're amongst fans. And that's something that we talked about yesterday on the podcast stage, too, is, like, this is the ultimate place for that. I, I hate to use the term safe space, but it's, like, a safe space for you to just let your inner nerd out and have yeah. fun. Nobody. Yeah, I mean, first cosplay ever. Hey, since, <laughs> since we're calling it a safe place, can we call it a safe havens? Uh... I hate you. <laughs> but, yes. But, yes. I will advocate for signs being made. <laughs> Giant pins with his face on it that just say safe havens. Oh great! Now we now we got to advocate to change the name of their store from IC Toys to Safe Havens Toys. So although that would be a really really good charity they could start up. So uh, that would be amazing. Oh, Let's get on that right now. Cheap plug for you, Mike. Come on. <laughs> I'll just take a small percentage Absolutely. of the, the, the copyright. And I get to do all the voiceovers and commercials for it. Right? <laughs> we'll do chops for charity on top. But, guys, seriously, thank you all for being on here again. Absolutely. It was great to see you all. And I know we're going to see you again before the day's over. So let's get back to it and have some fun. Yes. Sounds good. Thank you.
I'm back on the show floor again today, and I'm here with Will and Nikki of Rebel Sabres out of Bowling Green, Kentucky. Just uh, stopping by to see how your weekend's been. It's been great. Has it's it? Good, nice. good. Um, so, uh, how many uh, people have you had to stop by your booth this weekend? Oh, geez. Hundreds. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's, good, that's good numbers, yeah, though, right? Have you had have you had to invest in a drool guard because these things are beautiful? Like yes. I, I'm in awe of this hunter saber right here. It's absolutely amazing, like the work you guys do. So, what made y'all want to start doing this? Uh, well, I was teaching some martial arts students in California. Nice. So instead of having teenagers swinging three foot blades around, I Fair chose point. for <laughs> combat lightsabers, and then uh, pandemic struck. Shut down. Right. Shift the gears to this. Understandable. Yeah. That, and that's an impressive thing too, because crazy time in the world, you know, what you're so used to just is gone now. Like what was it like for you to make that shift and just keep the momentum going? How did that how did that work for you? Yeah. Right. All that I mean, yeah, I'm sure everyone went through that the pandemic, so yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it was just yeah. once you started doing this. So off yeah it's honestly a lot more fun than much absolutely I mean, <laughs> and i'm assuming too because you guys do this y'all are huge fans of star wars yes. so you're Actually, getting to i used to work for lucas with lucas arts no joke star wars Godsons, wow uh, okay so we, we had to really know the lore yeah because they were super like, you cannot do that with this anymore. very protective <laughs> of the story and everything that's amazing so so, so right so I've got I've got a question for you. What I know you've got the custom sabers that you all are selling, like the uh, the 501st saber and the ones that have done the competitions. What what got you into wanting to do the competitions where people customize sabers? Um, one thing with our business is again I'm a fan. I want our fans and fans of Star Wars and make sabers to be able to contribute, like help build our store in a way. Yeah, and so. Uh, I like our our, uh, our, our, our motto, whatever it's slogan is Ignite Your Destiny. That was a fan voted saying that we used. I like so, it. So we did a design saver contest, uh, just a way to bring some like, vision from our fans to our stories. Awesome. Very nice. So during every sales event, we do like saver giveaways. Instead of just giving them away, uh, we do like saver naming contests to let the fans name the savers. And then whoever wins gets the saber for free and then has their name in their store. So oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's amazing. Like fan built a little bit. That's, that's just you know, yeah. One and one one more question I have to ask sure. because you have so many awesome sabers here on your on your table. But out of the non-traditional sabers, which one's your favorite? Uh, you took my question. I don't like you. you took my question. <laughs> Steel Shans has been a huge fan of mine. That is beautiful. Uh, oh my gosh. It's, I've never seen that one light up yet. So This is one of our own custom built at our own shop. And, um, it's the way, ever since my Steel Republic, that MMO, when I saw those, and I was like, oh my god. So we had to bring those. So that's 
that's I know that's not that's like a good canon right awesome, right though. but I mean before we move on from yeah. that one though I just want to say guys if you get a chance to see these guys at a convention or you go check out their website we're gonna have links in the show notes look at the intricate designs and artwork on this handle it is absolutely amazing the work that went into this I can't say that enough so if you get a chance to check it out in person by all means do as far as like non-canon belts, this one's probably my current favorite. It's our newest. This is actually the second place winner. In nice. Yep. Um, that was the first place. I like the private first one. Okay. Thank but, you. Um, I'm just a fan of copper. This oh, nice. For sure. I mean, it stands out too because of the color choice and just how unique yeah. the design is in itself. Yeah. So it's it's something that grabs your eye right off the bat. I love it. Yeah. Well, and the one that I fell in love with this morning is, I believe, the third place winner. Yeah, yeah. Of, of the competition that they recently done, so, yeah. Yeah, that's a close second for me. Like, that's, yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Oh, man. So, we, we appreciate you taking some time out of your day to, to be on our show for us. And and uh, we, uh, we'll we have your uh, stuff plugged in the show notes. And that's okay. We'll absolutely. Uh, grab you up some more people coming to you. So. All right. Thank you, guys. Floor, and I'm finally getting to chat with somebody that I've wanted to talk to all weekend because this guy has an amazing setup with tons of graffiti art out here that is just absolutely insane. Jeremiah, how's your weekend been so far? It's been great. The weekend has been insane, packed, a lot of people, just a lot of people coming through, absolutely. a lot of nice people. Um, I, this venue right here is amazing. Michael Havens did an amazing yeah. job. All the different stuff that they have here and the offer to everybody has just been insane. It's epic. And it seems like it's it, it grows every year, but it seems like it's grown so much over this weekend alone that I think we're going to be back next year, but I feel like there's going to be a lot more space that's going to have to be rented out because this has just grown and taken on a life yeah. of its own. It's insane. Yeah, it really has. But, I mean, just it's like a family reunion. You know, yeah. you get to see everyone that you've seen before, the year before, the year yeah. before. And starting out from, like, ICCC number one at the rodeo in yeah. Franklin, oh, yeah. moving to the Sheraton, just seeing how it's growing and still really, um, you know, easy – to get to things, find things, where things are located right. at, and just the cost-wise itself yeah. for a con like this, like the prices are amazingly absolutely. Great. I mean, yeah. I think that's the biggest thing that Mike always harps on too is yeah. it's not a corporate convention; it's yeah. for the fans, by, yeah, the, by fans, the fans. So it's yeah. beyond reasonable. Yeah. So it really is, and that's why we try to keep our art reasonable as well. Absolutely. I don't want to like, you know, price gouge anyone. Yeah. I want to keep it affordable right. for the convention, for the con, yep. for the fans, for everyone else. So just try to same. Uh, stay in that same role. Absolutely. And I mean, I'm just going to say, not being biased at all, but like looking at what you have up here, reasonably priced, I'm going to say that's a steal because I mean, like, dude, the work you've done, I'm looking at the salacious crumb right here. It is absolutely beautiful. You've got a graffiti emperor Palpatine over here. You've got a couple of them. Like, yeah. guys, this work is amazing. <laughs> so if you didn't get a chance to come out and check it this year, get out here next year because like the stuff, I'm not doing it justice. See it in person. But like, what inspired you to like go this route with your artistic abilities? Well, I've always been a graffiti artist. I yeah. still am active on the streets. Nice. Um, and I love always love Star Wars. Right. I was painting Star Wars stuff, just Star Wars art alone by itself, not graffiti. Yeah. My wife, Lucy, she goes, you know what? Do the things that you love the most. Combine them together yeah. and do your thing. That's going to be your heart and soul. So I started painting Star Wars with graffiti and it went crazy people were just going nuts over it i love your style i love this together i don't see any of it yeah. let me get it so i just went from there and i've just been doing for it sure. yeah. so yeah if it wasn't for her pushing me to go to that limit and then yeah. you know that's what i did I, I can't harp on that enough either because having a supportive spouse oh, means yeah. yes. all the difference yeah. in the world and 
I, I can speak from my experience. I know Jeff can speak from his experience. Like, yeah, it makes exactly. all the difference in the world. If you have your spouse backing you, yeah. you're, you're pretty much unstoppable. Oh, so yeah. I was, that's awesome to have. I was just about to say cheap plug for our supportive spouses, right? Yeah. yeah right. So. Thanks for putting up with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not a cheap plug. That's actually an expensive plug. So, so uh, if I had to ask, and I hate to, you know, play favorites, because it's like picking a favorite child. If you had one piece on the table here that you would say is your favorite, which would it be? It would probably be the two Adat Walkers that I did as far as the graffiti pieces. Yeah. Those remind me of trains. When you're driving yes. somewhere and you see a train on the train track, you're going to see graffiti that's going to roll by. Yeah. yeah. Me, myself, have done plenty of trains to this day. So seeing them just reminds me of trains. Absolutely. But these two pieces we did in the color scheme, which was my wife. She goes, we need to color fade these. And we hooked them up. The, so the... The Revenge of the Jedi, obviously we did that because of the 40th yeah. anniversary, we didn't want to do Return. So we did the Revenge of the Jedi. I love it. And then the red one, we did the Rebel Scum. But those right. two pieces and the colors just pop. I love dig it. it. I dig those it. Those are my two favorite pieces. Well, man, thank you for the time Yeah, today. no, thank you, man. I appreciate you. Guys, seriously, I'm going to have links for everything he's got going on in the show notes. Check his art, show some support, and just tell him we sent you along the way. So, man, thank you for the time today. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Yeah, we finally got Thanks. to connect. Yeah. Appreciate awesome. it. Thank you. And I'll get everything. On day three of ICCC. I'm here with Matt for the Peter Mayhew Foundation. Hey Matt, how's your uh, day going so far? Oh, I, I, I wish I could say I got some sleep last night. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, so what what have you been looking for this weekend as far as um, like what all have you been doing? When we go to a convention, itself? yeah, yeah. When we go, when we travel anywhere, our, our, our number one job is to make content that tells the story of the fans and and what what folks are doing uh you know the 501st are, are raising money and the uh you know we're doing the silent auction so we're, yeah. we're we're filming we're taking photos we're you know you go to a convention one day and you have two or three months of content after that to kind of slot in here and there mm -hmm. so uh one of the the biggest challenges is to keep uh the spice flowing on the content front, right? So we always have to be meeting with people and doing yeah, interviews. Absolutely. And I, we had a great John Reese Davies interview where he talks about a police officer in France that was uh, not quite as tall as Peter, but uh, you know, in the in the six foot, yeah. middle six feet range, and uh, he he met Peter at a at a convention in, in Europe, and uh, he goes, "Oh, I, I guess." I could start dressing up as a Chewbacca, and so he started dressing up as Chewie, and he, he built his costume, and and then a little girl comes up and wraps her arms around his ankles, and and says, "I love you, Chewbacca," and he's wearing the mask, but he's crying underneath because he's like, "Yeah, this is why we do this, right?" It is, it is, and and so you know, we're collecting these stories, and people like John Reese Davies have they worked with Peter at conventions, you know, these guys had all sorts of friendships, and 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 you know, they were in the same. Yeah. They would they would ride the shuttle together. Or they would you know so they, oh, yeah. they built those friendships yeah. over the years. Yeah, it's really cool to kind of capture those moments and tell those stories because that was something that was very important to Angie was to you know get Peter's story out there about the man more than just the actor yeah. and more than you know and, and so uh, Angie's well, not here to tell those stories. So we we get other people to tell the stories yeah. for us it's, now. It's actually funny you say that because. Me, me and Flynn done an interview with um, Jeffrey Cantor yeah. yesterday. Great guy. And he, absolutely great guy. And after speaking with him, it, it just reminds you about these people, you know, yeah, they're, they're famous actors and they've been in all these movies and they've gotten paid really well to do what they do excellently, but um, they're still human. 
they're still people. They still yeah. they still support people. They're they're just amazing human beings. And you know, Peter Mayhew was no no different from that. So Peter spoke very slowly, and a lot of people would they would talk over him, or they would not slow down enough to like enjoy his time. Yeah. And uh, when you would give him a chance to. You know, when you don't interrupt him, when you just give him a chance to, to say his piece, he had a lot to say. And yeah. he, he was a sl- slow speaker. So some people would just not stick it out, right? <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, Laurel, who's here manning the booth, she would sit with Peter while we'd be filming or we'd be doing something else. And the two of them would just talk all day long. And, and he'd tell stories and stuff. And it's just... But so few people would actually, like... Let him finish. Yeah. Let you know, and and, yeah. and if you let him go, he'll he'll tell you stories all day. Yeah. They'll be slow because he <laughs> Peter spoke like this. He was kind of an ant in that he was that tall, yeah. and it, you know, but he, very British, very you know, but he 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 just had a very slow pantameter. Yeah. And uh, uh, but if you if you invested the time, you're gonna have a great conversation because he's he's seen and done it all. Yeah. And he's they've been from Australia to Japan to every. I mean. He really That's has. He, he he'd seen it all, and like I said, like I said before we came on the air, um, we we plug the Peter Mayhew Foundation, you know, religiously I in our that episodes. So much. Yeah, yeah. But for our listeners that really aren't aware of what the Peter Mayhew Foundation is, can you tell them what the, what you all do with the funds that you all raise for charity? So, we our messaging is always a mess because we don't just help kids with cancer. We don't just help families with medical bills. We don't just take toys to hospitals when we see an opportunity to help even if it's outside of something we've done before we help yeah. and whether that's helping another organization where we're, we're leveraging Peter's reach to help spread the message or whether we're giving money directly to a family we've helped somebody that, that a, a storm destroyed their home right and it's when people come to us with a need we create a campaign we have a meeting we figure out you know do they need money do they need time do they need muscle do we need to go out there with some trucks and you know some chainsaws yeah. and stuff yeah. and we've done we've done and all the above do the leg work. right and and sometimes when we're working with a family we 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 had a young girl with uh stage four liver cancer uh just picking up the phone and being available as a friend as an advocate that they maybe are going to talk to doctors and getting all this really scary information and having somebody to process that with you know, so maybe we give the family some money or maybe we help, we do a fundraiser, whatever it is, yeah. but being there for them on that level as well to where, you know, I get phone calls at two in the morning from parents yeah. that, hey, I got these test results back. I don't know what this means. This is good news. This is bad news. Is my child going to die? And, or I couldn't wait to tell you we got good news. This is going really well, you know, That's and, amazing. And, and it's the the almost like a caseworker kind of a thing and that like you know yeah if we're helping raise the money we stay with the families yep. and we become like a like an uncle or an aunt or something for yep. for these kids well and, and that's one reason why we're so supportive of you guys is because you're not just there to give funds you're there for every step of the right. way when they need you the most we dedicated so. uh, uh oh, i have a, a produced a wildlife rehab show uh with a, a non, another nonprofit. And I dedicated the first episode to Angie, and it said, uh, "Lover of galactic fuzzballs, <laughs> who always took in strays." And I'm one of the strays that Angie took in, right? I like she it. adopted me, same as 
hundreds and hundreds, probably thousands of people yeah. that, that she had, you know, treated like another mother, yeah. you know, over the years. And so uh, I don't know what we're going to do without her because uh, Angie just loved so large that some people would come to a convention to see Angie. And not even to see Peter. <laughs> they didn't care about getting an autograph. Yeah. They wanted to hang out with Angie, and they yeah. wanted to talk to mom, right? Yeah. And and the number of people who called her mom, um, it was a long list. It was a very very long list. So, uh, but but she always took in strays, and 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 sometimes she'd have ten kids at a convention that were her kids, and we're all in our thirties and forties or whatever, but yeah. we were still Angie's kids, right? Yeah. Uh, and and so. It's it's really big shoes to fill because she did you know she, she just loved everyone and, and and she would ask hey have we done anything for this family have we checked in on this family like she was always you know let's let's follow up even if we've done the, the we gave them the money we're done we moved on let's stay in touch let's follow up let's you know yeah. to make sure that they know that they are important it wasn't just a cam it wasn't a one off thing yeah. that. 10 years from now we're still going to check in and make sure that things are going well and you know if this was the problem we helped X today maybe we need to help again down the line if, if yeah. they need you know yeah. and even just sending a Christmas card or a Christmas present or something uh, to we keep kind of a mailing list of the families that we work with and yeah. uh, we want them to always know that they're part of the family yeah so well, and it, it sounds like you all are doing a fantastic job at continuing on with that legacy so on, on not just on my behalf but on the behalf of flynn also i say kudos to you all for that thank you thank you so um, much you we're, all we're trying to get better at, at grant writing that's kind of our big push this year because yeah. there's so many grants out there that like we come to a convention like this we work for three days and then we just really hope that we uh sell yeah. some coins and auction off some shirts or some yeah. celebration jackets or whatever but if we could apply for some grants and stuff too, uh, so we we have a friend who's a really good grant writer, and we're trying to expand. Uh, you know, first it was life without Peter, yeah. and now life without Peter and Angie. Uh, it's been it's been hard on everybody. Yeah. And uh, to this day, we get good news, and I go to text her, and and I you know something and happened, or I'll edit something, and I think it's really good, and I go to like text it to yeah. Angie to get her feedback, and it's like. She's not there. Yeah, it's, and, and, it's but, tough. But my heart, my head knows, but my heart hasn't caught up that yeah. she's not there to answer yep. the phone. And you, you know what I mean? Yeah, it, I it's, do. It's been, uh, it's been, hard is the wrong word. It's it's been heavy. Yeah. You know, it's it's been it's been heavy. But uh, Kathleen, the their oldest daughter, is now the executive director. Took over from Angie, and uh, you know, so they're we're in good hands, but. Uh, big shoes to fill yeah. big, big shoes to fill for sure and I mean Peter would come to a convention like this and he'd hear about some kid that, that the 501st was raising money for or whatever and he would give half of his autograph that was his sole income Yeah, he might get a $7 residual check sometime right because it's spread out over so many years Yeah, he wasn't they, they were not wealthy people right and uh, that was his livelihood was going to conventions and signing and stuff and he put his money where his mouth was and he would just go, okay, here you go. And he'd roll out money from autographs and he'd give it to the 501st and he'd give it to the that's family. Amazing. Well, yeah. And that, that's how they got started. Yeah. Was that the Mayhew Foundation could take donations. The 501st is not allowed to handle money. Yeah. They're not allowed to hold cash and stuff. Yeah. So, uh, you know, having that, 
that pass through where the, the foundation has done all the paperwork, all the 501c3 stuff so that we can just help. Yeah. What are you doing? What's important today? Cool, we're on it. We have tools for that. We have video for that. We have yep. photos and graphics and like, you know, whatever. So it's kind of cheesy, but they call us force multipliers. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. But the idea is that existing efforts that are happening, yeah. we kick it up 10 degrees, you know, 10 times stronger so that using Peter's reach for amazing good. Yeah, yeah. Well, and Matt, I appreciate the time that you've taken out Anytime. of your day. I know you said lunch is on its way. <laughs> and, and I'm getting there myself. The food trucks here at ICCC are great. Oh, yeah, they are. I've had this are. fried shrimp every day. <laughs> I think uh, I'm going to get the catfish today. Ooh, so. It's so good. But um, I appreciate you taking time out of your day to sit with me for a few minutes. Um, if you will, plug plug all your information. We're also going to yes. put it in the show notes for our listeners. Love it. Uh, you can help the Wookiee give by going to MayhewFoundation.org. We just launched a new coin. Uh, it's our Return of the Jedi coin from our 10th anniversary. That's up, went live on May the 4th. Um, and if you ever see us at a convention, we have a special silver variant of all of our cool. coins that are available only at conventions. So um, used to be you had to get them only when Auntie was at a convention. That was the deal. <laughs> but uh, now that she's no longer with us, it's just any time that the foundation is out there, uh, you can pick up these silver variants only at a convention. So, That's and awesome. we only do maybe five or six conventions a year. So, uh, yeah. you know, it, it's if you see us, jump on those silver coins because it... The fundraising is really important, and uh, and they're they're uh, Suneo Sana did the New Hope coin from Japan, amazing Disney artist. Uh, Matt Bush did the Empire Strikes Back coin, uh, another amazing Lucasfilm artist, mm-hmm. and then uh, Mark Ratz out of Australia did the New Return of the Jedi one that just launched. Yeah, yeah, I've and seen it. So good. I mean, these yeah. guys are so talented, and we tried to pay them all for their work, and all three of them refused. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. That just that just goes back to uh, showing how big this community actually is. Absolutely, absolutely. But Matt, thanks again, I appreciate it. Absolutely, thank you for having me. All right, we are back again on the floor and I am here with Adam. You may know him as the Rex Tano on all social media. We met last year. This guy knows another friend of mine and (laughs) we have bonded ever since. We were on each other's list of interviews to do this year. And we've already had some interesting conversations before the mic started rolling this weekend. We won't get into that. Hashtag Hayden's hog me. But anyway, what has your weekend been like so far? I know you said your partner's getting a tattoo right now. Yeah. Pretty crazy that there's tattoos being done at a con like this. Um, it's been it's been jam packed. I've learned from last year how to handle my my stuff early. I got most everything that I needed to get done done on Friday, which made Saturday with my friends so much easier. And then today I've just been like cleaning up and yep. talking to different vendors and getting to talk to you, of course, yeah. which is always a, uh, a joy. So yeah, it's been it's been great. I mean, that's, and that's a smart thing too. You know, you do it on the VIP day where there's less people, yep. then you get to enjoy the madness that is the rest of this weekend. Yep. So, what, what would you say has been your favorite memory so far? This oh, the funny thing is, I I love Rebels. Rebels is yes. my favorite content from Star Wars. Like, I so many of the characters are in my top fifteen. But honestly, John Reese Davies yes. is one of the nicest celebrities I have ever met. He took the time with us. He fell in love with my partner, absolutely. My partner told a really like unique story about right, their childhood. Right. He was actively listening, and for all you actors out there, like that's what your goal is, absolutely. is active listening. Can't and help. he yeah. was so nice, and he yes. took the time with us, and he sat, like he gave us hugs, and he took pictures with us, and it was just a, an unforgettable 
uh, a time during this con, but yeah. seeing Rebels reunion, um, that was another highlight for me. And honestly, the Ariel Skywalkers, oh, their show was so much fun. The energy that they brought was just amazing. I love it. I love it. And see, guys, that's another good reason why if you weren't able to make it out this year, be on the lookout for next year's show because it's going to be bigger. It's going to be better. That's the trend that keeps happening here. There's so Every much year. stuff. There's stuff for everybody. I mean, like, going back to John Reese davies yesterday, he owned the media room. I mean, people gravitated up there yeah. to watch his interview. He's such a, a down-to-earth, kind person. I mean, it's it's amazing because the celebrity. I've said it in multiple interviews now. The celebrities here are having just as much fun yeah. as the fans are. Deborah like, Ann Wall is one of those that yes. like you just see her walking around and she's just like, "Hey, how are you doing?" Like she remembered us from just the like short interaction we yeah. had. It was fantastic. And I think we, you know we also had a hog meat hashtag a minute ago. I think <laughs> apparently that came out on the. Uh, the podcast stage earlier this weekend as well but i mean it's been a fun experience all the way around and i'm glad we got to connect again yeah. and make it happen so dude thank you for taking the time to do it always always for you of course wow day three of iccc you know at this point we're we're three weeks past the actual convention itself and i've gotten the opportunity to sit back and reflect on this for the past three weeks and it was a crazy weekend. Me and Flynn were running around like crazy getting interviews. And, and you know, we, we got some time to go to the show floor and interact with some guests and things. And you heard that on today's episode. Uh, that was raw footage straight from the, from the show floor. But, you know, I, I just want to throw a huge shout out to Michael Havens for putting this show on. And allowing us all and giving us all a network of people that enjoy doing what we do so much and allowing us to be able just to meet like-minded people that, that love it just as much as we do. So, Michael, thank you for that. Our brothers at The Eclectic Collective, they they give us the, the podcast stage and the platform and and all the video work and everything that's put into this, and I'm talking countless hours of preparation and planning and not just what happens there on the weekend of, you know, thank you for that also. You know, without you, you wouldn't, we wouldn't have the platform to be able to do this and have these awesome interviews like, you know, with Spencer, Spencer Wilding, I mean, man, who doesn't want to interview Darth Vader himself or one of the Darth Vaders? But that was an amazing interview in itself. All of the people on the floor that we got the opportunity to interview, the vendors, the guests, the other podcasters, you know, the other the other media people that were there was just it was just awesome because at any point in time, me and Flynn could walk up and just say, hey, can we get an interview with you? And it wasn't a hesitation. It was just a snap of a finger. Oh, yeah, they'd stop what they were doing. We would interview them. They would interview us. It, it was just amazing to be part of such an immersive group. You know, with all that being said, go over to the YouTube channel. I know I'm beating a dead horse now. You've all heard it for three weeks straight. But go to the YouTube channel. Watch those interviews. See the face reactions of these questions that are being asked get get that immersive feeling of the show 
like me and Flynn did, just because you wasn't there don't mean you don't deserve that as our listeners. So that's why we're bringing you that YouTube channel and bringing you those videos live. On behalf of me and Flynn, I just want to say thank you for being our valued listeners. Without you, it's just two guys behind a mic. Well, sometimes two guys. Most of the time, it's one. But without you all, it's just guys behind a microphone talking to nobody. So thank you again. And I know you hear Flynn. The I Know You Hear Me podcast is a presentation of Flynn Hendricks Enterprises. We thank you for tuning in this week, and we hope you'll check out our sponsors and advertisers. Make sure you check us out next week as we come back at the same time with another awesome episode.